We're talking with Janice, who's a great volunteer here. But now we get to welcome Carmen Luisa Coya. And she is... Uh, hey. Yay! We got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Hey, how are you? Hey, how oh, are you? <laughs> oh, so good. So good. And you are a lay Dominican studying for your PhD in Rome. And so we're talking to you in Rome. Yes? Yes, you are. Uh, I actually sent a picture to Carol so that you could see what my view is. So I can see the Vatican where I'm standing at. Yeah. And I see the uh, Palacio Venezia in front of me. Several cupolas, and I'm not going to lie, it's one heck of a breathtaking sight. Oh, it's beautiful out here. Oh, it's so a good. sunny day. It's about 4.06 in the afternoon. A little bit uh, warm-ish, but not as warm as it can be uh, over the summers that they can get over here. But yes, I'm a lay Dominican. I am temporarily promised. I am part of the Archdiocese of Atlanta. My home church is Prince of Peace, and on occasion I go to Clarksville to visit my husband's godfather, who's the pastor, Father Jose Ayala, at St. Mark, mm. up in Clarksville. And um, I'm here in Rome. I am very blessed to be one of the few lay that got started this year uh, with the program. There's several cycles, so I'll be here for about four to five years, um, going through the whole process to get my Ph.D. But we are a very small group of uh, select students from across the world, 94 different countries, 103 of us started this uh, year um, and got accepted. So it's it's very, and 1,400 students in total. Wow. So it's, it's a very, very, yeah, it's a very prestigious honor to be a part of this group of, of individuals from around the world, um, to be able to worship and pray together and learn the Word of God together under, you know, just not even a couple of yards away from the Vatican doorsteps. So it's really a wonderful experience. Wow, that that really is, and, and what an honor! And I want to I want to delve into that some more. But first of all, we know that all good things begin with prayer. So, would you lead us in a prayer for this next? Well, now we have about fifty two minutes. So, can you, until until the top of the hour, can you lead us in a prayer for for this for our time on the radio together? Sure, Heavenly Father. First of all, let's start in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to help spread your good news to every single person and help point them back to you through the airwaves of Quest. Quest, the quest to find your heart, the quest to find truth, Veritas. I ask you to bless every single individual and move them to learn more about you, to tune in, to listen, to hear your words through so many different vessels that will cross through these channels in order to proclaim your heavenly name and with the guidance of our heavenly mother, Mary. I ask you this in the name of Dominic, St. Catherine of Siena, and St. Thomas Aquinas. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so a few Amen. housekeeping things before we go on with the, the interview. We have some fun while, while we do this, and, and we do that by having little goals that that we're trying to meet. And right now, our goal for the next 50 minutes is to raise another $1,200. If we can raise $1,200 called in, then it's uh, Mary this time that is going to give us an additional $1,200 to add to the operating budget of the Quest. She has said she wants to give us this money, but she'd like other people to join her in that effort. So if we can get $1,200 called in, then she adds another $1,200. So we're starting right now. Go. 
Give us a call, 678-688-4549. When we meet that goal, then you get to ring a bell, Carmen. I don't know if you have a bell around there. If not, I'll ring one here in your honor. So it's just kind of a celebration. You can also go, woo, woo, however you want to celebrate. We will we will take it. But we need to get that $1,200 called in. That can be either one-time pledges or it can be monthly pledges. You can give it online. You can give it by calling on the phone line. You can do credit card cash. Uh, check however you want to do it let's just get this matching pledge that that mary wants to give us so give us a call 678-688-4549 we also ring the bell every time we get something called a founder and a founder is somebody who says that they want to be part of the founding of the quest they are willing to give a hundred dollars a month for 36 months that is something that the quest can really count on they can budget that they can know that hundred dollars from each of those founders is coming in every month and so if you would like to do that we ring the bell in celebration you personally the founder get your name on a plaque that is here at the the studio that says that you are a founder of catholic radio forever you have bragging rights that you're a founder you can even put it in your obituary someday if you are a business you can also call in at a hundred dollars a month and you can get the name of your business announced a hundred times a year for 15 seconds, a 15 second spot to say whatever you want to say in that 100 seconds about your business. I'm sorry, in those 15 seconds, you can do that 100 times throughout the year for just a $100 donation to the Quest Catholic Radio. So those are some of the things that we're doing. Give us a call. The The volunteers can tell you all of the other giveaways that we have, but we only have about 50 minutes with Carmen, so we want to go back to the interview. The number to call 678 688 Four five four nine. Okay, so you have a whole lot of things going on. The first thing that we were talking about is is the the great privilege that you have to be one of what did you say a hundred and four people selected to be yes, part yes. of this this PhD program. So can you? Well, but, I was go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Definitely. So basically, to get a canonical degree, you have to go through the process. And even though I have my bachelor's and two master's and what have you, it's almost like you have to start at ground zero. So I'm going through the process of getting the bachelor's, the equivalent of the bachelor's, the master's to then get the doctorate. That's why it's taking me so long. Mm -hmm. And although I've had some of these courses before um, from a variety, the Vatican has very strict um, and very high standards. In fact, I think that's probably one of the most rigorous in formation, and that's why I would say 80% or more of my classrooms is made up of seminarian priests mm-hmm. that are being sent from a variety of archdioceses from around the world, as also religious that are here. So it's a very small group. I think we are a total out of the maybe 1,400-plus students. There's only 300 lays. That includes me in the wow. process. And that's for all of the years. So I'm what they call part of the first cycle, um, getting through that point. There's three cycles. So you have the the Bachelor's of Sacred Theology, you have the Licensure of Sacred Theology, and then you have the Doctorate of Sacred Theology. And what that will allow me afterwards is to participate in the education and the formation of not only priests, but also religious, 
where I believe God will take me to take to do this, which is in my line of work, which is in communications. I work in public relations. My company um, has had the blessing to work with a variety of projects that maybe some of our listeners are familiar with it. If you guys have ever seen those signs of click it or ticket during the Thanksgiving holidays mm. and you've heard it on the radio, I'm the gal behind those interviews um, and making that happen. And if you've heard of some of those, um, uh, like, um, public service announcements for March of Dimes, or even some of our notables in Atlanta, like uh, Dr. Bernice King. Um, she's a friend of mine and the person that I often help out in many ways with media and Mr. Nobel of the Nobel Peace Prize. So that's what pays my bills. <laughs> that's what helps me put food on the table. But I believe that um, God has given me a very special gift in this industry. And um, it's allowed me to be able to share His Word, His Gospel, His Truth, um, to a variety of key influencers around the world for the betterment of his kingdom and for the establishment of his kingdom on earth. So that's that's basically it in a nutshell. And as a lay Dominican, I have the blessing to be supported by a Dominican family to do it. Ah, that's so good. And, and so when you say lay Dominican, you know, 50% of our listeners are not Catholic. 25%, statistically, 50% are not Catholic. 25% are fallen away Catholic. 25% are what I call the blue-collar Catholics. So m- many may not understand what a lay Dominican is. So can you can you paint that picture for us and help us to understand? Sure. So... A while back ago, during Vatican II, one of the wonderful things that came out of Vatican II is that the Church shifted a good portion of the responsibility back onto the people about learning their faith and teaching their faith, right? And there is a special group of people, everybody's alike in the Church, that is not a priest and that is not a sister. Pretty much everybody's alike, mm-hmm. you know? Um but there is a special group of lays that we are, just like you and me, everybody else, but we, uh, we consecrate ourselves to a particular charism or to a particular calling. And in the Dominican order, our charism is to study and preach and teach and contemplative life. So much like what a friar would do and a sister would do, my responsibility is to take on that cross and be able to do that to the, with a common everyday person. Because when you live in a cloister, when you live inside of a, a monastery, when you, when you work as a priest inside of a church, you interact with the general public, but it's different when you're part of that general public, right? So some of us are being called, and there are other lay groups in Atlanta. There are Franciscans, there are Cistercians, there's Benedictines. There's a variety of us, and each one of us has a very specific um, area of expertise, if you want to call it, right? Um, it says that in Scripture we're all part of the body, but we all can't be the hands, the eyes, the ears, and the mouth. So each one of us has a particular calling, and the Dominicans are typically known for education. Um, St. Thomas Aquinas is the one, one of the biggest contributors uh, to the Roman Catholic Church. A lot of the ways that we have our structure of the catechism of the Catholic Church and several things that we do is owed to the philosophical and theological thoughts and writings of the Summa Theologica that came from uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, bringing it to modern times. Um, civil rights leaders like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. studied Catholic theologians like St. Thomas Aquinas, like St. Augustine, and his letter from the Birmingham jail interacts with the concept of civil disobedience, which is actually found upon St. Thomas Aquinas' um, writings on natural law or the law of nature. So I think it's really important that we see that we as lay, all of us, whether we're consecrated or not, 
we have a very important role in the Church, and part of that is to evangelize, preach and teach the Gospel. I mean, that's part of the Great Commission. Absolutely, and you know, that's something that we've been talking about constantly, almost, here at the the Pledge Drive, because you know, we're all called to evangelize. By virtue of our baptism, we're, we're, we're called to evangelize. That's what, what we need to do. And we make it really easy here at the, the Quest because all you have to do is make a donation. And then the truths of the traditions of the Catholic Church go out through the airwaves because of that donation. And, and while it's easy, we can't minimize the importance of it because we can't have these airwaves without the donations coming in and making it possible. We have, this is the largest Catholic radio station, AM Catholic, AM station, period, not even just Catholic, AM station, period, is 50,000 watts, and that's what you have oh, right wow. here in Atlanta, and the there are only about seven of those strong AM 50,000 watt stations that are Catholic, and so what a blessing it is to have it here in Atlanta, and we want to keep it, and that's why we do the pledge drive. That's why we ask people to call in. It is such an easy way to evangelize simply by calling in and and giving of some of your treasure. Most of us can figure out a way to give up a dollar a day, so we call it the dollar a day club, thirty dollars a month. If you would like to call in and and give at that level, if you would like to be a founder. If you'd like to give a one-time pledge, whatever it is that you would like to do, please just give us a call. The number to call again, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Carmen Luisa Coya. She is a lay Dominican studying for her PhD in Rome. She also has a, a media. She's the president and leader of a media company. What's the name of your company? My company is called Effective Media Company. The acronym is it stands for Effectively Meeting Christ. Um, mm. Because I, I pick and choose the projects that I work when, um, unfortunately, in, in my industry, I used to be a producer for MTV Networks. And um, I used to work for a major sports network as well. So I've worked with a variety of different uh, types of outlets, uh, both in news and sometimes I'm on CNN as a uh, media strategist to weigh in on certain issues. And what I have learned that the most effective form of evangelization is us, the lay community, because we're interacting with the day-to-day person on a regular basis. And they're going to be completely and utterly vulnerable to us because these are our friends, our family, our neighbors. And these are the individuals that need to hear the word of God most. Yes. This, this is the time to have a station like Quest and to be able to to people truth you know there is so much clutter on the airwaves and in television and on social media and how wonderful it is to finally break away from that clutter and eat something spiritually by listening to it that will help you grow and nurture you and that's when i was called and asked hey do you think you have a moment uh, from your studies i said yeah mm-hmm. for this definitely And I study at the Angelicum, the St. Thomas Aquinas University, Pontifical University here in Rome. And that was one of the things that um, we're known for, preaching and teaching the gospel. We are Dominicanos, the the hounds of the Lord. And I I want people to understand how important it is, their role. They might think that they they don't need a degree in um, theology to speak about love. They don't need to be... Um, spewing out Bible verses every five minutes. It's helpful, it is wonderful, but what they need to do is point people to God's Word, 
just point them to the Word. Take them to church one day. Tune into the radio. Put it in this background when you're having a conversation with somebody. Listening to something that could cause um, to catalyze a conversation for conversion, and you're giving them these tools. I'm just so thrilled that the quest is out there in Atlanta for that reason. Because sometimes people just don't know how to start that conversation, and this is a great way of doing it. Yeah, and you know, you're right. It is so easy because there are a lot of people who feel strong enough to to defend their faith, and and they they still gain from Catholic Radio because they gain the tools to do that. But there are the people like what you're talking about who aren't comfortable with that, And but maybe all they have to say is, hey, did you know that there's a new Catholic radio station in town? Why don't you tune in and ask that question? You know, it just it's such a non-confrontational way that we can really evangelize through the airwaves and, and simply by giving a donation. And so you're exactly right. So if, if anyone out there would like to do that, the number to call is 678 688 Four five four nine. Christy called in and she gave two hundred dollars, and we are grateful for her one-time pledge. That that means that we just need a thousand dollars more in order to to get this twelve hundred dollar match. Christy called in and she's from St. Mark's Parish in Birmingham, and she asked for prayers for her nephew. So so can we take a moment, Carmen, and and pray for uh for her nephew? Yes. Um, do we have his name? No, no name. That's fine. That's not a problem. The Lord knows. God knows who he is. God knows who he is. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity for um, Christy answering your call, answering your voice, that she understands that this prayer is reaching out to her nephew who needs the strength and the guidance right now. In, a, in this moment, space, and time, in this particular moment, God, I'm asking you to let your hand be seen. Heavenly Mother, show your presence to Christy. Comfort her in her time right now. I'm asking you to please hold her in your hands. Give her the strength that she needs for the rest of the week and the joy in her heart and multiply the blessings that she has given to the Quest Radio a billion times over, Mm -hmm. because, God, your love is infinite, and that there is no greater treasure than that. Mm. Amen. 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 The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so so we are talking with Carmen Luisa Coya. She is a lay mm-hmm. Dominican studying for her PhD in beautiful Rome, Italy. She sent us a picture of it. Wow, the are view. You at it? I saw it earlier, and oh my goodness, what a view you have! That is amazing. It is, it is a view. I am in the office of Father Benedict Kroll. He is the fund development person here for the Angelicum. He came from the St. Joseph province up in the Northeast. Uh, He's part of the Dominican House of Studies. He was there, and now he's here, and we're so grateful and blessed to have him here. Um, Another little insight about me, besides being a Dominican, it's funny because they were called one point the Militia for Christ, right? Mm -hmm. I'm also a U.S. Army wife, and I'm a U.S. Army mother. So for those military families that are tuning in, I need you guys to really show your sound, sound off, you know, I am an Army wife. My husband got deployed. Uh, We are in 396 days before he comes home. And my son leaves on Monday. Both of them are going to Afghanistan. And unfortunately, they don't have the ability uh, to go to Mass as readily as we would like to. 
uh, because of where they are. I know that they have chaplains out there, but there's few and far between priests available Mm -hmm. to be able to preside for them. So I'm really grateful that the quest is up and running, and I'm hoping that by the time they get out there, if not already, um, they could listen to the the station online, because that's going to be their only connection to spiritual food Mm. out there. So for those um, family members, Catholic family, military family members, you know, be aware that this is a tool that it will also help our soldiers uh, stay healthy uh, Mm. and stay focused on their mission and stay focused on God. Because it's hard, you know, this is coming at a time where we need encouragement. Uh, We're in very difficult times. Uh, Secularism and relativism is creeping into the pews, but also there's dangers. There's real dangers that are out there, and our servicemen and women are out there to protect our freedom and our right, more importantly, to be on this conversation and to listen to the Word of God freely and pursue His worship freely. So for all of those military families that are listening, please support this station, because by doing this, you can also help other Catholic soldiers and other Catholic families listen to the Word of God and be able to be touched and feel a little bit at home. Because when you're out there by yourself, it's tough. It's Mm -hmm. really, really tough. Yeah. Oh, and thank you. Thank you to your husband. Thank you to your son for the for their service in the army. And thank you to to you for for allowing that for being a part of that in your way and taking care of everything on the home front. So that is a tremendous sacrifice. And and I'm grateful for that sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm hoping. How are we doing with our goals? Where are we now? We are still at that $200, so we still need $1,000, but we can do this. We can do it. We just need $1,000 called in, and we have until about uh, 10.57 to do that. So we have about 30 minutes left. We can do it. We can do it. Just give us a call, 678 688 Four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. I'm telling you what, if if uh, you haven't been encouraged to call with with the words of Carmen Luis Sequoia, who we're talking with now, I don't know what's going to move you. So so it's the Holy Spirit, really. I mean, truly, we can say the same thing five times, and and a couple times people will call, a few times people won't. It really is the Holy Spirit working through the airwaves. But I think the Holy Spirit right now is working through Carmen, who is working through the airwaves. And we are grateful for her being here with us today. And and would you please be a part of the team by giving us a call at 678-688-4549. A pledge of any amount. If you can give the... Uh-oh. Oh, Carmen, are you still there? Uh-oh, I think we lost our guest. So we'll we'll try and get her back on the line really quick. Um, but the number to call is 678-688-4549. It'll give us a minute just to, to really encourage you to pick up the phone and give us a call. 678-688-4549. We need your help. Come on, give us a call. Do we have Carmen back? Hey. Sorry about yes, that. Yes, I am. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. But you know what? I did the math, and you know that we um, in the in the Latin community, the when you turn thirty three, it's a big number because that's what we call it the age of Christ. If we had several people right now calling in and just give thirty three dollars between now and when the the fifty the thirty minutes are up, we would make that goal. Okay. We need a person to call a minute. 33. That's 
God's number. That's Jesus' number. Mm. He died for us at that age. All we need to do is just give up a couple of lattes at Starbucks, and I know that's hard, yeah. but we can do that. It yeah. is possible. And, you know, it is almost just a couple for 33, you know? It's like, because they're so expensive. It's like, wow. So, yes, please. I know. Yeah. And this is really just a dollar a day. It's just a little over a dollar a day is all it takes to be able to call in with $33. You know, that's a month worth of, of giving up something for 33 bucks. Um, give us a call, 678-688-4549. We really want to get this last thousand. We want to get this matching pledge. We've heard from Christy, who gave us the first $200 this hour. Can you be the next person who gives us the, the next donation? All right. 678-688-4549. We also have, oh, I'll do that She's saying the next time a call drops, I have a message. If we end up with a dropped call, I have a message for you. But right now we're talking with Carmen Luisa Coya, and she is a delight to have here with us. I would love for her to be able to ring the bell. So come on, let's meet this this $1,200 match that Mary wants to give us by calling in. We just need $1,000 more. Give us a call. All right, so we're, we're talking with you about all kinds of, of really wonderful things. I'm wondering, what is it that drew you to join the order uh, of the, the lay order of the Dominicans? Well, for me, um, it was a calling. Um, I do, I love to study. I like to read. There's a lot, that's the nerd in me. I like to read a lot. And I find I I find joy in learning about the Word of God and learning about how the Church teaches the Word of God and what it means and its principles and its teachings and, and just all of the intricacies that goes into it, you know, understanding grace, the sacraments, and the grace that we receive from the sacraments, and then being able to turn around and articulate that to my 16-year-old, mm-hmm. to my 17-year-old. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that that... that there's so much joy in that, and Dominic uh, was born in the 1200s in Spain, and he was called to evangelize, believe it or not, to women in France. What ended up happening was he was on a layover, for lack of a better term, and there was a her- heresy, Albigensianism. Um, the short end of that is basically anything that gives you pleasure or makes you happy is bad. That's just the short end of what that was back in the day. And he was like, that's impossible. You know, God made nature. God made us fearlessly beautiful. It cannot be bad. And he was able to evangelize. And these women, one night in conversation, they were working in an inn, they converted to the faith. Mm -hmm. Simple conversation. Just Mm -hmm. to talk about the beauty of how God made them. Mm -hmm. Tell me how, how amazing is that? And that started him, you know, training men and realize, you know, in order for men and women to lead these conversations, they need to be educated. So his group of men were always sent into to some of the major think tanks around the world, the University of Paris, of Bologna, of Cologne, and all of that. And in there, it sparked all of these conversations. And back then, they were inserting theology as part of the natural curriculum of any academic degree that you were getting. Somewhere afterwards, around 1277, there was a split between philosophy and theology, and it started segueing it out more and more. Initially, education included the study of God, so that people had a healthy balance between the academic and the supernatural. It was absolutely important, and I think now more than ever, we need to have that healthy balance. 
You know, we're full of skeptics. We are full of people that are seeing and believing. And every day that you wake up, it's a miracle. Every day that you open your eyes and you see the sky, that's a miracle. Because it can easily be taken away from you. And as a military wife, that's one thing that I've learned to value is uh, every second of the day, every moment with that loved one, every opportunity to give them a smile. So that is what drew me in as a lay Dominican. I like to study. I like to read the charism of learning and studying and truth. And, and that was just, it was a perfect match for me. Ah, so good. It sounds like such a fulfilling thing for you right now. Just tremendously fulfilling for you. And uh, so I love hearing the, the enthusiasm that you talk about living the, the, the faith, being part of the Dominican, lay Dominicans, being part of studying at the Angelicum. You know, how, how does all of that then play a part into, you know, your secular PR media business you know, you're talking about things like Click It or Ticket and, and all of these wonderful um, things that, that really bring, you know, when we hear that, we, we can see exactly what they were doing there and the, the commercial that was going on, and, and we can see it. So, so how do you merge the two in your life? It, it, well, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll illustrate it with a story. There was a show back in the day called The Marriage Rest that Jerry Seinfeld did, and he shot a couple of episodes in Atlanta with a couple of couples. And I was the producer, the field producer uh, for those shows here there in Atlanta. And I was reading um, a book on um, the uh, Saint Thomas, uh, Saint Thomas, the the Apostle. I was writing a paper about. Um, the Apostle Thomas, and what would, you know, and, and my, the argument that I had in my paper was that he wasn't a doubting Thomas. He was actually a friend that lost a very important person in his life, and he was just going through a lot, you know, and that was my argument. That was my premise in about that. And I'm reading this doc, this, this book, and one of the camera guys is looking at me, and he's like, what are you reading? Why are you so engrossed? What is this? What is it, Fifty Shades of Grey? What are you reading? You know, is this the new Twilight book? Mm. Harry Potter, what you, you're like, you're mm. all in it. Mm. And we were on a break when I was reading it. And I said, no, I'm reading this because, you know, I'm in seminary, I'm studying and da, 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 da. And at the time I was going, believe it or not, I was going to a Baptist university mm. because I wanted to understand, I'm living in Atlanta, the majority of the people that I was convening with were Baptists, and I wanted to understand, you know, the way they see God and how they worship God. So I wanted to get to know them better. But among them, right? Much like how the apostles evangelized, they lived among them. I wanted to be among them. So I'm here, you know, in the middle of the set, and we're reading this, and it gave me the opportunity to talk to a lapsed Catholic and challenge him to go back to church on Sundays, and challenge him to to read a scripture, to pick up the rosary again, because he hadn't been to church in such a long time. He'd been caught up with work, the day-to-day, you know, and what ended up happening was, you know, you, you start going to church on Sundays after you get out of school, and you get married, and you have kids, and you get them baptized, but then, you know, you have soccer practice, and soccer practice becomes soccer games, and you don't circle back into the church arena when, until your kids have to do the sacraments, and then you disappear again, and then you reappear again when it's time to get married, but somewhere in between, you're lagging all of that. And then he, felt, he was telling me, he's like, you know, I always felt like 
my life has always been up and down, up and down. And I said, yeah, because you haven't been consistent walking with God. He's been there with you, but you haven't been there with Him. So give Him the opportunity to be with you all the time, and you'll see how that changes. Well, sure enough, we had that conversation, and a while later, I would talk about maybe a year, year and a half later, I'm finding out that he's a parishioner at one of the churches in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. He's working in ministry as well. And he says, do you remember that conversation that we had? And I'm like, yes. And I get those moments all the time with Mm -hmm. my interns um, of different Christian denominations, because they'll ask me, what does that cross mean? Why do you have a crucifix and not a cross? I mean, you know, you're worshiping to a dead person that's on there. Why do you worship Mary? I mean, there's a lot of conversations that come out there, and... You know, it was, it's, it's in Scripture that says that we need to present a defense. We need to be prepared to present a defense with gentleness and love. And if I have the opportunity to point somebody in the right direction, why not? Mm. Very good. Very good. And, and we hope that all of our listeners feel the same way, and, and we'll do that. And, and especially right now during the pledge drive, that they will consider doing that through the means of Catholic Radio. And they will join Christy, who called in with $200, and Michael, who donated online $51.50. So we are at now at $251.50 for Catholic Radio. Can you know? And, and there had to be something significant about fifty-one fifty. Maybe that's what he had left in his checkbook. Maybe it's you know a, a meaningful amount. You know, you were talking about thirty-three. You know, I I do thirty-three on lots of things. You know, because I think of it as the third person of the Holy Trinity, and as you mentioned, the you know the age of Christ when right. when He sacrificed Himself for us. Uh, so thirty-three is a significant number. Maybe it's fifty-one fifty is significant for him in some way um, but isn't that awesome that we now have $251.50 so that means that we need less than $1000 in order to make this happen give us about 900 and what would it be $949.50 i think to to get to this $1200 match give us a call 678 688 4549 678 688 Four five four nine. This is a tremendous way to evangelize. We've been talking about evangelizing so much. You know, we can maybe evangelize to a few people every day if we really get out there and we try and do it. If we're not, you know, just in a normal day, if we're not speaking somewhere or whatever. But with Catholic Radio, we have the potential to evangelize 3.1 million people plus anyone who's listening on the app. And you know, you were talking about how the soldiers can benefit from listening on the 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 uh listening online. We had somebody call in at a pledge drive from a communist country and he said I would be mm-hmm. persecuted. I would be persecuted if they found out that I was listening to this, but I want to donate. I won't tell you who I am or where I'm calling from, but I will send money and they did. They they sent the money to Catholic Radio. It was that important to them to say This is making a difference in my life. It's giving me the support that I need in a place where I'm not really getting it anywhere else. And and they were willing to do that. And, and you know, he was only able to listen online because of all the people who paid it forward before he got online. And then he himself felt it important to give a donation as well and actually risked persecution by doing that, I would suppose, in some way. I'm not sure exactly how the money came. But uh, nonetheless, you know, he called in and 
he gave a pledge. And so we would love it if anybody, all of us, you know, it's, it's, you know, for most of us, it's no big deal. $50 goes out of our checking account every month to Catholic radio. Not that big of a deal. You know, for him, it was, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. So, so we are paying it forward and we are making it possible, not only for each of us, to, to learn our faith and make our faith stronger, but to evangelize all of the other people who are listening, a potential 3.1 million, 50% statistically are not Catholic. 25% are fallen away Catholic. 25% are what I call the blue collar Catholics living, you know, fighting the good fight. And so we need your help. We need your help in order to make this happen. Can you give up a dollar a day, $30 a month? That would get us, um, if we had, Three people that would be willing to do that, we would be over the top on this. Can you do that right now? Three people at $30 a month, um, just a dollar a day. That's all it takes. And uh, it would put us over the top, and we could take Mary's match of $1,200 and add it to the operating budget for Catholic Radio. The number to call again, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Carmen Luisa Coya, she is a lay Dominican studying for her PhD in Rome. Um, she also is doing so many other things. She has a, a PR media um, company that she's doing. So she really understands the importance of media and how it can reach people. And so, you know, maybe that would be my next question for you, for you, Carmen, is what do you see as the role of media in today's world and how do you see it playing out? And and I'll ask that maybe in a little bit different way too is, you know, it seems like so much of the media is putting spins on everything and is um, twisting stuff. And, and so how has that really evolved to, to where, you know, it's, it's difficult to trust media. What's your opinion on that? And, and how does Catholic radio then play a part? Well, I think you, you, you put it right. Um, I grew up old school journalism where you check the facts, check your spelling before you press send and you push it things out and you had several layers of verification and fact checking. Now it's, if it bleeds, it leads, unfortunately. And I've worked in news before for quite some time. And I've also, you know, I've seen both sides of the desk. And I understand that media also costs money, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, most people don't realize that in order, most of these stations that you see out there on TV, um, if they have a license to transmit in a local market, um, part of their requirement is to do a public service, at least 30 minutes of public service to the community, and that comes in the fashion of news. And in many cases, the newsrooms are the ones to suffer. In fact, a lot of communications uh, people will say that they're probably the ones that le- make the least amount of money in our industry as a whole. Sports typically makes the most, um, followed by music. They usually battle for the number one spot, but news is usually the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. right, when it comes to salaries for people that work in it and everything else that goes along with it. And unfortunately, it compromises the integrity of what's being put out in many cases. And there's a slant for everything because now it's not about the truth. It's about how many eyeballs you can get. Mm-hmm. And the role that I see Catholic, uh, particularly Catholic media, uh, Christian media, mostly Catholic media as a whole, is that we have a God-given responsibility to profess veritas. Veritas is Latin for truth. And that is uh, the, 
the our motto as a Dominican, uh, that is something that we really stand upon is truth. What is truth and what does that mean and why is that so important? You know, God said, I am the truth and the light. There's a reason why he said, I am the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important that we go back to understanding what that means. And it's hard. I mean, we're, I'm, I have a, a 21-year-old and soon to be 18 year old and she when i ask her you know she'll tell me about what's going on current event wise um and she'll say to me you know mom i know this and this and this happened or this happened today in dc or that happened you know whatever and i said well how do you know it's true she's like mom they were tweeting about it it was trending Mm. and i'm like are you serious is that how you're getting your information yeah (laughs) seriously you know, I go into a university environment, and not here in Rome, but back home when I was working towards my other degrees during um, student orientation, the professors had to literally tell some of these students that the way you submit a paper is not the way you write a text to a friend, and you need to cite things, and using Wikipedia is not considered a scholarly source. So, I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wow, we have really fought straight away from the truth so much. How do young people know and discern the difference between one and the other? And that's where we as adults and as parents and Catholic radio and Catholic media and the responsibility of the consecrated lay community as well as the religious who go and get themselves educated, we have the responsibility to help them set the truth straight. And tools like Quest are a part of that. That's what's really what's important here. And I think, you know, I, I'm beating down this drum, not because I'm in PR, not because I've worked in broadcast, but because I've actually seen the difference in people's lives. When they start feeding themselves mentally with good spiritual nourishment. I, when I mentioned that I worked at MTV for quite some time, and I had one of my VJs was all about heavy metal music. Now, my husband likes heavy metal music, but things have to be done in dosages, right? Mm. And um, this person, this is all they listened to, and they went from that to other types of music. And all I saw was this person getting more and more angry and more and more depressed. Well, studies have shown that if you, you know, feed yourself the same thing over and over again, it starts hurting you one way or another, right? But the only thing that psychologists and medical science have proven that doesn't get people sick is when you dive in to the Word of God. Mm. That, that doesn't, and I'm not talking about cults either. I am talking about genuinely diving into the Word of God. You know, we live in a town that is very much so Protestant. You know, we are the minority as Catholics in Atlanta, right? We are the growing minority, but we're the minority nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I think Quest provides an opportunity for those that are non-Catholic that are tuning in to get to know who we are and maybe take away the stereotypes Again, following the truth, the veritas of who we are, uncovering and peeling back the layers that, unfortunately, both social media and traditional media has placed upon us. Yes, there are bad things that have happened in the Catholic Church, but it's happened in a lot of other different belief systems as well. Um, We're happy that there's a house cleaning going on right now. That's actually a good thing, so that new seeds and new life can come up. And I'm not ashamed to say that. You know, I think that that's something. And when you're here in Rome, everybody knows what's going on back home. They know they know it. But they're also saying it's about time. You know, it's good that this is happening because finally, you know, we're not sweeping things under the rug. Well, we're the big brothers and sisters of the Christian faith. We are the first one. Mm. We are the foundation of a lot of splintered churches. We are the first one. Let's mm. remember that. We, mm. we have, we, Peter, 
was our first pope, Mm. period, end of story, okay? So when you've been around for, what, 2,000 years plus, we're humans, we're bound to make mistakes. We're going to have some mistakes, okay? Mm. We have mistakes in our own country, 250-some-odd years old. You know, we had a lot of problems during the 50s and 60s. Slavery was not something that I could consider a blessing or something that we should be proud of, and we had it yet in our country, right? So we can't expect that the Church to be free from any kind of mistakes, otherwise we wouldn't be human. And I think that's where saints come from, you know, that they see the bad and they surpass the bad and they rise above that and they give us these examples. And I think that this this is an opportunity for our Protestant brothers and sisters to get to know us, to get to know us beyond the headlines, to get to know who we are and the truth about us. And I think these kinds of opportunities, these tools that are actually permeating and penetrating the airwaves, open up the ears and help tear down the walls of these stereotypes. Because it's hard to be Catholic in Atlanta, let's face it. It is very difficult to be a Catholic in Atlanta out in the open, because we get persecuted sometimes, and that is a reality check. I know in my neck of the woods I've had that happen to me. So I think it's important that we do lift up radio stations and tools like this for that everybody has an opportunity to listen, to be able to get to know each other, and use this as an ecumenical bridge. And that's what my Ph.D. is about, is ecumenism, mm-hmm. to be able to build bridges among those Christian denominations so that we can come back as one in the body of Christ at some point. Because, you know, God said that that would happen, and it is going to happen. Sooner or later, we will get there, and I want to be a part of that catalyst. Yes. Yes. And so do all of our listeners. So come on, let's give us a call. Uh, you know, that is such a, a, a strong call to evangelize from Carmen Luisa Coya. Such a strong message right there. And we can be a part of it. And it's as simple as picking up a phone and dialing 678-688-4549 to keep Catholic Radio on the air. We just need about $80 a month. $80 a month will put us over the top on this pledge in order to turn $1,200 called in into $2,400 for Catholic Radio. So you could be all of that. That You could call in at $80 a month. Could be two people at $40 a month, four people at $20 a month, or anything in between. Right now we have $251.50. We have about five more minutes in this pledge. We really need your help. We, we really would love to take this match that Mary wants to give us. She wants to give us $1,200, but she'd like other people to join in the effort and call in another $1,200. So can you be a part of that? Can you give us a call to turn $1,200 called into $2,400 for Catholic Radio? Wow, what what an opportunity we have with the Quest to be able to, to really evangelize over and over and over again to a potential 3.1 million people 24-7 on the online listening. You can go and you can listen and you can change yourself. You can change others. Give us a call, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Carmen Luisa Coya. Wow, we don't have enough time. She's done such an amazing job uh, really promoting Catholic Radio with us and, and giving you reasons to call in. So we haven't spent as much time talking about all of the wonderful things that, that you have going, Carmen, in your own life. I know that, that you have worked, you you alluded earlier, you mentioned that, that you'd worked with the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., 
that mm-hmm. uh, you have, you know, a, a friend who's a, a Nobel Peace Prize winner that, that also you've been working with them through your media I company? I actually Klaus Nobel of the Nobel Peace Prize family. Wow. <laughs> actually the great-grandson, yeah. Wow. He's not a winner. He actually carries the name. Wow. That <laughs> yeah. is cool. Yeah, that is really cool. cool. It is. It is pretty cool. So, and, you know, you were talking about showing your faith. Dr. King was out here actually working with a Catholic group in Bologna just last week. Week, uh, she closed out a peacekeeping um, opportunity, and she had her second meeting with the pontiff, and it was talking about peace and evangelization. Um, so imagine an African American Baptist minister talking to the pontiff, and they were both exchanging thoughts and ideas regarding peace. And he asked her to pray for her, uh, you know, pray for him, and likewise, and she reciprocated. Wow. So I mean, I think that this is the opportunity. Uh, to be able to share. I mean, a lot of people are crossing the, the the lines. In my own classes, I see people from all over the world. I mean, the Angelicum is a consortium of, of different minds and people from all over the world, and it's a beautiful institution out here in Rome. If anybody comes out here, you guys should come and just check out the... the um, the church that's part of the property, it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Um, you can come and see it as a tourist as well and come to Mass out here. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, some of the things that I've seen out here and the, the teachers and the professors that I have actually learned and have had the blessing to learn uh, from. So this is a great place to come and visit. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in my life, but I think more more than ever, I think it's now is necessary to, to tune into Catholic Radio and to be a part of the quest, and to be on the quest to share and evangelize God's Word. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. And, and you know, you mentioned Dr. Alveda King was, was in Rome just a couple of days ago. She's going to be calling Bernice in King. in just... Uh, Bernice King. Oh, Bernice not King, not Alveda. Okay. Cousins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Alveda too, but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alveda works with Priest for Life. She's awesome. Yeah. And she will be calling in here at noon in Atlanta. She'll be calling oh. in uh, to, to talk with us on Catholic Radio as well. Tell so. her I said hi. Say I Carmen said hi from Rome. She'll I'm, be like, oh. Oh my gosh, you know, Carmen. <laughs> I'm writing it on my notes. I'm writing it. Yes. Carmen says hi, yes. so I'll make sure I tell yes. her. That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so we only have about two minutes left. So anything that, that you would like to share, we want to give out the website for your business in case people are interested in, in using your marketing company. Oh, sure. Uh, www.effectivemedia.co. There's no M. It is a public relations firm, and what we do is do comprehensive communication strategies. Um, And typically, we like to work with people. um, It's not about the budget. It's more about the message. Um, If it's something that the community is going to benefit from um, and or it's something that will uplift society and humanity, like the Click It or Tickets or the Marches of Dimes of the World or the Susan G. Coleman's. I mean, we've worked, I even did the Bible series, if you guys remember that uh, movie series that was on ABC not too long ago. Um, I, I, I prefer to work with projects that I know that are holistic and that are helpful to people. And, um, and that's something that's really important. And let's not forget to go out and vote, uh, in the next coming days. So that's another thing, you know, that my husband and my son are fighting for our rights to do that and our voices be heard. So I encourage people to exercise their voice by supporting the quest and to exercise their voice at the voting polls as well. Absolutely. Very good reminder that that the elections are coming up and 
and we need need good solid votes for for life especially so so thank you very much for all of that the number again to call 678-688-4549 we've been talking with carmen luisa Koya, and we appreciate so much your time with us here on the air all the way from Rome. So thank you very much yes, for, yes, yes, for yes. being with us. Not Sorry. at all, not at all. And if you're interested in checking out my university, angelicum.it, check it out. Um, I think you will see uh, the view that I sent to you. Well, you'll see the building that I took the picture from there. So if you ever wanted to see that, go ahead and check it out and you'll enjoy it all as right. well. You'll Thank get to you. see some of the notable minds that are out here, and I think it's an important opportunity for you guys to get to check it out and then say hi whenever you guys come into town. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Take care. Not at all. All right. Take Bye-bye. Care. Bye-bye.